Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking what it takes to be a top chef with Bruce Kalman.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Lifestyle Thursday for Millennial Money. We are glad you joined us because this is a good episode here. Uh, we love good food and we love talking with chefs about good food and we love getting inside the brain of fellow entrepreneurs. So that's why we're ex- we're totally excited about our interview with one of the best chefs in Los Angeles who is now a contestant on Bravo's Top Chef Season 15, Chef Bruce Kalman. Chef Kalman has worked his way around some of the top kitchens in the country before landing here in Los Angeles where we actually broadcast this show. He received a great acclaim from the likes of famed food critic Jonathan Gold, as well as a James Beard nomination for Rising Chef Star. His union in Pasadena and Need and Company Pasta Bar and Market at Grand Central Market are among two of the best restaurants in Los Angeles. I've been to the one at Grand uh, Central Market in downtown LA, and that is really awesome. And we really need to check out Union. Now, Chef Bruce Kelman sets his sights on competing on season 15 of Top Chef, which debuts December 7th. So enjoy our chat with Chef Kelman as he talks about the challenges of cooking on competition shows these days. His rock band, Fog Rock, that he started with fellow TV chef Duff Goldman, and how stressful it was to be away in Colorado while filming Top Chef while his son was being born in California. Talk about stress. So enjoy our chat with Chef Bruce Kalman. So uh, I read that you got your start uh, working in a pizzeria in Jersey, and that really kind of inspired you to, to start cooking. How did that kind of uh, come about there? <clears throat> yeah, I did, actually. Um, I actually I, I remember cooking with my grandmother when I was like nine years old, right. and um, I always I just enjoyed, you know, working with my hands. And um, then when I was 13, my dad's friend was opening up a pizzeria which is what people do in jersey they open <laughs> pizzerias and bagel shops and, and uh and so my dad was like you know basically get dressed work and um i fell in love with working in the kitchen i love the the you know working my hands the ingredients um the camaraderie the just the overall energy of a kitchen right the, 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 the chaos and stuff right yeah, it was fun. I mean, and I was 13, and I got my friends' jobs there. We horsed around. We were a bunch of punks, you know, and <laughs> had a lot of fun. And, you know, at the same time, it was it definitely sparked something in me. Right. And, um, you know, from there, it was just like job after job. I just worked in different restaurants. And it, and it seems it's always the the grandma that, that kind of, you know, lead to people into cooking right. as well, too. Oh, yeah. My parents couldn't cook for anything. So, <laughs> uh, it, was definitely, it was definitely a grandma uh, situation. Right. Well, as a as a young chef, I love that you kind of traveled around to to a lot of different you know states and stuff in different different cities. How did that kind of shape you as a chef, or you know even even your palate, if you will? You know, it, it's I I feel like you know I like even now as a chef, I always tell cooks I'm like, you know, it's always great to see a resume where somebody spent five years somewhere. Let's just say, um, but I I really appreciate seeing somebody that's you know at least on a year 
somewhere and then moved on a year somewhere I moved on because you learn so much more. You learn, you know, five different ways to do something. You learn 10 different ways how to work in a kitchen mm-hmm. and function. And, you know, you just, it, it, to me, it's a better overall experience and for your growth. And, you know, add to that, just working in different parts of the country, you know, there's lots of different ingredients and different styles of cooking and, you know, living in Santa Fe, it's a lot of, you know, obviously New Mexican cuisine and, um, and then, you know, working in Chicago, uh, worked at a, a bunch of Italian restaurants. And so it's really cool and, and it's good to see. And, and, you know, there's different cultures in restaurants in different cities as well. Um, you know, definitely big, big variation working in New York. I went from working in Manhattan to working in Santa Fe. <laughs> big, big culture shock. Right. Um, you know, it's like everything moves at the speed of light in New York and everything doesn't move at all in Santa Fe. So, right. Um, they and, call it, they call it the land of the land of manana. They call it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Right. Well, and also I think everybody eats differently too, right? I mean, in, in all these places. Oh, very much. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, then you kind of you know finally made it out here to Los. I'm based in Los Angeles. We're based in Los Angeles. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what drew you to the food scene in Los Angeles? So I was working in Scottsdale and Phoenix, um, and the, the group I was working with was opening a restaurant in Santa Monica, and they asked me to, to go out and open it, and I just, I fell in love with L.A., and, and, you know, it's kind of like I've been down this path, uh, this journey across the country, and, you know, obviously that's the end is the, is the West Coast, yeah. and um, I just love it, you know, um, and I feel like I've been able to really carve out a good niche for myself in LA and, um, you know, I feel very supported and, and, uh, you know, feel like growing, growing in a, in a good way. Right. And we, and we don't have those, uh, you know, great New Jersey winters either. Right. No. Yeah. You, they always tell me like, you don't have to shovel sunshine. Right. So I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree with that. You don't. Right. Uh, well, how does how does the the food scene, uh, the cuisine, if you will, differ in LA than other parts of the country? You know, it's really you know, it's funny. Like I moved to LA seven years ago, and it was very different even then than what it is now. And um, I've seen a major transition and progression of just restaurants that are serving great food, and you know, a lot of restaurants serving really simple food, a lot of restaurants, you know, it's a really diverse city. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's really starting to compare a lot to rest, you know, to, to the New York restaurant scene. And in fact, you know, you've got April Bloomfield and John George and um, all these guys coming out to LA to open restaurants. And it's really going to, um, you know, help kind of expand what's going on, obviously. And mm-hmm. it's great being a part of that because you get inspired, you know, you get inspired by other chefs. And, and seeing what they're doing and um you know it makes it very exciting yeah well and do you also like bring a lot of your the recipes you, you learn from your grandma or your your nona mm-hmm. you know in, into a lot of your your uh, recipes today especially your, your italian you know cuisine and stuff well I, i'm actually not italian and, okay 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 um, <laughs> so you know i definitely got a good basis from her mm-hmm. on just on cooking you know cooking with Cooking with love. I mean, you know, you can talk Nona, Nana, whatever, wherever they're from, they all cook with love, you know, and that, that to me sets apart 
good food from great food in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so now you've you've competed before in in, in other cooking shows and stuff like that, but now you're on mm-hmm. uh, you're on season fifteen of Top Chef on, on Bravo starting yeah. December seventh. So, uh, how was this season of of Top Chef? Uh, exciting time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it was it was obviously I can't tell you that any of that happened. You should absolutely, but, absolutely. But it was an amazing experience, and I met some incredible chefs and became. You know, the one thing is, you know, you really bond with everybody very quickly. And, you know, we, we've got a, we're, we're part of kind of this bigger family now, you know. And um, you learn a lot about yourself. It's kind of like a, a lesson in discovery. And, you know, you really get to really get to spend a lot of quality time because um, you, you're, you know, you're completely sequestered and you, uh you know, you shut out no electronics. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it's, and I grew up like that, you know, obviously sure. I grew up before there were cell phones and, right. you know, now it's like, I don't know what I could do with it when I don't have my phone. And, um, but to be forced to do that, it really kind of, kind of heightens the rest of your senses and, and, you know, gets you to think a lot more and, um, you know, and, and kind of think about yourself. Yeah. Well, I, and obviously too that that these days it seems like you know the food world has you know it, it, it's always competitive. But do, did you feel a lot of competitiveness within there? And do you feel that with other chefs, or do you feel it's always more of like a family sort of thing that people are supportive of each other? Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely. You know, again, like with the show, I mean, I can't tell you anything. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I can just say, you know, it was it was a it was a pretty good situation overall. And, um, you know, in the restaurant scene, it is always healthy competition. And, you know, you're always seeing others doing great things and you want to strive to do better things. Right. And that's that's what drives us. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and T-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. 
I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Right. Well, in this one, I mean, they, they did uh, let me know that you are traveling around parts of Colorado, too, and stuff like that, cooking up. Correct. I show this one, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. That what? was fun. I'd never been, I'd never, I've been through Colorado before, mm-hmm. but I never spent time there. So it was a lot of fun. To, and I, I like going to new places and seeing new things. Right, and is that a, like a little bit more kind of stressful too when you're thrown into a situation and you're like, wait, what do we do now? Nah, because <laughs> that's what it always seems. Almost, almost seems like on those cooking shows, you can, you know, you're, you're thrown into something like, oh my god, how how can you like, you know, maneuver your way in and do that and actually cook and stuff? So, yeah, yeah, you figure it out, right? Well, then also, too, that uh, uh, you were in the middle of your, your son was, was being born while you were doing the show, mm-hmm. right? How, how, was, yeah. how was that stressful, though? Yeah, that, that was a big stressor for me, not being, being there. You know, we, we adopted a baby boy, and it was the wheels were set in motion. Um, it kind of all came about very quickly, although it was a very long journey for us. Sure, sure. Um, that this specific child came up very, very quickly. The, wow. My mom was seven and a half months pregnant in April, and I was leaving, you know, to go to go film. Yeah, uh, in May, and um, yeah, so <laughs> it was definitely. And then he was born a month early. So, oh wow. Um, yeah, I was looking. You know, he wasn't he wasn't too far off 
the original date wasn't too far off from when I was coming home. Right. And then he was born a month early, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> right. But, but um, I'm so happy. He's an amazing child, and he's, he's such a great kid. Oh, that's aw- so that, blessed. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I, mean, I mentioned before that you've, you've you know, competed on other shows, and you actually won Chopped at one time. I did. How, how do you, how do you, how, yeah, how do you think that, that competition shows have, have really changed how people, you know, look at food these days? You know, I think it's been a few things, uh, positive and negative. You know, I feel like uh, for the industry, for cooks, mm-hmm. I feel like that's now their goal is to mm-hmm. have a show or be on a show, not to be a chef and have a restaurant, you know, and which presents some challenges for us as chefs. Um, but I also think that what it has done in a positive way is it really educated the public about great food and about ingredients and, you know, what is possible. So, and I love seeing this younger generation, like really, really young generation of chefs right now. Like, you know, you see these chef kids that are like 13, 12, and they're so knowledgeable. I mean, I, I, I wasn't remotely that smart. <laughs> so, Right. Yeah. I, seriously, like you watch some of the, the the kid cooking shows, and you're like, "How do they know how to do that? Like, that's that's crazy." Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I saw uh, uh, recently, or I think just the other day, on social media that you were cooking for hip hop artist Action Bronson on his Untitled Action Bronson show. How was that? Yeah, that was amazing. It was so <laughs> much fun. He uh, he's a trip, and it was. It was definitely one of the more fun loose shows i've ever done it was a really good time and i can't wait to go back and do it again right and is he he's really a food food knowledgeable isn't he yeah he is you know this stuff right sure. right yeah i, I love watching his shows they're, they're really funny so yeah that, that, yeah it's true that's awesome so um my nephew he's actually a, a inspiring chef he works for pock pock in in uh, portland up there and mm-hmm. he had a question for you that why do you cook and what keeps you cooking why do i cook um you know i think it's definitely uh, it's it's like as an artist it's our medium you know mm-hmm. food food is our medium and um it's a way to express yourself and you know to and, and the other thing i love about it is a never-ending discovery of of education, you know, or a never ending journey of education. And, you know, you're just constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly trying new things, learning new things, things you've never seen before. Just when you think you know it all, you don't. And if as a chef, you have the attitude where you know it all, you're, you go nowhere. And, you know, the greatest chefs are, are always striving to learn more and to understand more. And so, um, that definitely keeps me going. Right. Well, how how involved are you in, in in all your different restaurants, like on a sort of like a daily basis? If you give give, give us sort of behind the scenes kind of thing, it, it varies day to day. Um, I try to be more uh, of a, a mentor to my chef team, mm-hmm. and this way, you know, me going in and doing it myself doesn't help them learn anything. Right. So I go in, and you know, if I am doing something nice by myself, usually it's I'm trying working on something new. Um, but you know, the day to day, it just, it really varies on what's needed, but I try to really challenge them and, you know, you're not learning, you're not growing if you're not pushed outside your comfort zone. That's what I always tell everybody. So if I try to come in and make it easy on you, that I'm not doing you any favors. Right. Do, do you feel like you're kind of, you learn from, from the young chefs as well too? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love to collaborate. I love to learn. You know, again, it's it, that's the other part of the business. You know, it's not just about the food. It's about learning how to be a great leader, a mentor, and, and understand people and treat them as people, not as, you know, things that are uh, like machines. <laughs> you know, they're people. They're human beings. And they have lives. And, they're, you know, it's a different world now. Right. Uh, so the last question I have for you, I, I tell us a little bit about, I've seen it on YouTube, your, your band, uh, Foie Grock, uh, with uh, yeah. Chef, Chef Goldman as well, too. Yeah, with Grock, yeah. Yeah, we have a, we decided we met and we checked out that music and decided we wanted to start a Chef Rock band, and, and we did, and, you know, we played a bit. We've been having some, uh, having a hard time getting together lately. We've both been filming a lot and doing a lot of things, but, um, you know, when we, when we get together, it's such a great release because everybody in the band's about the same age, and you know, it's just a real fun kind of way to to just distract yourself from everything else, and and you know, you just get in the zone and enjoy it. Well, I'm definitely going to be rooting for uh, Bruce on the next season that's upcoming of Top Chef because I just think he has such a great attitude about life. I think. Uh, a couple of the pearls of wisdom that I loved from his conversation was, you know, A, to be humble. So to be a good chef or to be a good anything, you have to be humble. You know, you need obviously a dose of confidence and, and something to help you, you know, be bold on, on a daily um you know, all the different activities you got to do in a day, but you're also going to be humble, right? You may not be the best chef or you may be a great chef today and tomorrow you might have a bad dish. And I think that really relates to lots of different things in life. And then, you know, also to be, to be bold and to push yourself outside of the comfort zone. It's so easy to stay in our own little bubble and to stay, you know, where we feel safe and where we feel comfortable. But you know, I know this personally in my life. I, I can tell you this certainly about, you know, your finances, about your relationships, about your career, about anything really. It's when you're bold enough to be pushed outside of your comfort zone is really where change starts happening. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's actually where you can come alive. You know, doing a doing a podcast for me, it was definitely pushing myself outside of a comfort zone. And it's been one of the best discoveries and one of the best journeys that I've been on. Uh, it, that's not to say it hasn't been fraught with all sorts of things, fear and anxiety and nervousness. And am I qualified? Am I good enough? And doubt and, you know, all of those different emotions that that come along with being outside of your comfort zone. But had I never, you know, started down that journey, I would have never discovered almost a whole new career path for myself. So I think that was just like such a great tip that he shared, just a great reminder for all of us to really do our best to push ourselves every day as much as we can outside of our comfort zone. You know, I often tell people, I feel like I have, you know, kind of my back of my heel standing on a cliff and my the rest of my foot's kind of like dangling over. Um, and most of my friends say, good, that's where you're supposed to be, you know, as scary as that may be. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. Be sure to catch up with Chef Bruce Kalman on Bravo's Top Chef Season 15. As always, if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, share it on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review.
A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing <laughs> works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.